Coach Cons and Adrianosaurus. Super Coach Cons and Adrianosaurus. Hello and welcome, guys. You are with Super Coach Guns and Adriana Soros for episode four of our team previews. Um, we are back today to cover the Roosters, the Broncos, and the Dragons. I think the Roosters, as always, when it comes to Super Coach, have got some very relevant players. Um, Broncos, a couple, probably, um, and the Dragons. Well, I don't know where you're tipping them. Um, I think I might have them go on Spoonwood this year. Um, and they, But there have got some relevant players, I guess, for us to chat about as well. Uh, Nathan from Super Coach Guns, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, no, this will be interesting show. I mean, you've got all this news coming out about fullbacks in your center wings going all over the place. Yep, lots of news. Uh, and the game's officially six. opened um, as well. The game's officially opened, yep which will be very fun to go through. And I think we, we were up to around six playing fullbacks in the center wing so far. Yeah, that's always good. And particularly if some of them are um, decent enough value. Um, so, yeah, let's mm. let's kick it off. Well, Supercoach uh, Guns, you can find them, NRL Supercoach Guns on uh, mm-hmm. Twitter, yep. Instagram, Point. and Facebook. That's what you'll find. Yep. Supercoach by Adrenosaurus, you'll find uh, me as well. But when I post this thing, if you go to my link, link tree, you can find me on anything you want. Send me your abuse. Thanks for your tips, Ado. Blood. You know, I got a few of those on the old uh, Ben McDermott, Captain. I told people only do it if you were, um, and that's BBL, guys. Um, you know, only do it if you're ballsy. And I, I did it myself. So at least I back up my own advice. Um, look, the NRL uh, actual, we've had some news come in, um, you know, in the lead into the season, we've got some, you know, all the rule changes are sort of coming in. Um, we've had some news about signings. Um, we've had some issues as well <laughs> that we have to discuss. Um, look, let's go over to um, probably one of the relevant news pieces um, that's come through. It looks like that's all over the line with um, Miller there from the Cronulla Sharks. They're going to get mm. rid of one of their up and coming, you know, Boom, front yeah. rowers um, as as a uh, a swap. Yeah. So what's going on there is Lockwood Miller is joining the Knights on a three year deal, um, and what that will mean is that the Knights will give the Cronulla Sharks emerging prop Max Bradbury. Uh, so you know, in terms of their depth, it's a very it's a even trade um, because the one thing the Sharks lack is forward depth. Probably if you're being super harsh. Um, and the Newcastle Knights now need a fullback, which they've got, and they've got their man. Um, what this means is that, you know, Lachlan Miller, he's playing for the Knights now. They've got a soft draw. If you, oh, sorry. If, uh, if you've got cash to burn, I think you're definitely playing in your centre wing and uh, just, you know, ride him out. Yeah, look, you've got small sample sizes to go off, uh, but I don't think I think he's got he's got a bit of a look about him that could be sixty fives, and in the centre wing, that's probably pretty good, and it could be better if it could be better if it all goes off well. Um, you know, I think adding I had the Knights going like an absolute busted this year as well, but I think with him at the back, Brayley in the nine, um, you know, and 
look, Ponga has got the talent. I don't know if he's going to work at six, but, you know, they're at least putting some puzzle pieces to get together, I think, to run out a team that's probably going to finish above the Dolphins, I'm tipping. Mm. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, it's just a high, higher quality spine, isn't it? You know, you got yeah, I think so. Rayleigh, Hastings, Ponga, and Lachlan Miller will emerge. This yep. year is a yeah, I like the star. spine better than what it looked like they were going to have. Um, yep. The hammer is all about being confirmed um, to start in fullback. I see some people on the old socials going, um, well, I'm not touching him with a 10-foot pole, but can you really, if you've got a 200K in the 200, is he in the 200s? Just uh, about 300. He's 330, but it's like well, that's cheap. And, I mean, yeah, he's priced at sucking. So if he, if he does yeah. any better than that, you know, I think he looks like he's put on a bit of um, bulk, a little bit of size, a bit of upper body. Um, and look, I will say that the hammer's getting better every year, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, he'll, he should really cement himself as a NRL fullback this year. I think that this has always been the talent around him. They've always said that he could be a future, he could be the future Cowboys fullback. Scott Drinkwater has come along and he's killed it. So that's his spot now. And the Hammer could be the Dolphins' fullback for the next little while. And, you know, 330000 what do you have to lose? That's right. I mean, you're going to go Remus Smith instead of him? I mean, anyone playing fullback has the opportunity there for sweeping plays and and all sorts of – yeah, they will always generally average more. Uh, so I like it. It's this kind of news you want to hear in the preseason that they've all, like, confirmed. Um, Mm -hmm. We've heard that Bloor was driving on a suspended license. I think it's on the minor end of things, but mm. is he going to get any sort of punishment, you reckon, from the NRL? It'll be nothing serious. He's fine for round one. Um, the only thing, you know, like in terms of a punishment, it won't be anything severe. It'll be a fine, you know. It won't be – you're not, you're not going to see him suspended, put it yep. that way. Um, look, along the same lines there of your mate Miller – Nick Meaney looks like he's locked in to start um, in the very hot starting uh, Melbourne Storm. They start fast every year. Um, Goal-kicking fullback, uh, is, is, price point is around the same, sort of, isn't it? Similar? Um, he, he's uh, $40,000 more. Mm. But what you pay for the extra $40,000 is experience as well as goal-kicking. Yep. And the team yeah. going to score more points. Yeah. Um, perhaps has gone over to uh, the States. Apparently it's gone well there, but they reckon it, there's no determined time. They reckon it's mm. to be advised. Um, and even then they're saying it doesn't look like it's going to be early couple of rounds. It's going to be longer than that. So if you were yeah. of the meanie persuasion to take a punt, get a slice mm-hmm. of that Melbourne Storm um, who start fast, you want a goal-kicking fullback, um, meanie looks like he probably could get a decent enough run uh, in that Melbourne Storm team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, you put it this way you have a goal kicking fullback for the Melbourne Storm available in the centre wings. Like, how do you not pick that? Yeah. How do you not is my question. Yep. I, that's right. I was, I've been a big fan of Miller all preseason. As soon as I saw that Ryan Pappenhausen didn't have an unknown, had an unknown return date, and, and Nick Meany was meant to be the fullback ahead of Munster, I locked him in. I locked Nick Meany in. He's in there. He's the gun center wing I'm building around. And it wouldn't shock me at all to see an average 70 early on. Yeah. Um, 
we heard the confirmation of what we probably expected. Poor old um, Cody Ramsey there has a long-term uh, medical issue that's going to see him mm. out for the whole year. Um, sucks for the kid. I think he has really started to come on as a first grader just quietly. Um, he looked really to find his way, I think, and become quite, um, you know, mm. good, yeah. good standard player yet last year. He looked to be the future for the Dragons at fullback. Um, he looked like that they were pretty much done with Sloan. I think Sloan knew they were pretty much done with him. Uh, but then this ulcerative colitis or whatever it's called has come out of nowhere for him and the poor bug has been struck down for 2023. And I, I do seriously fear that once you give it, now that you've given Tyrell Sloan an opportunity, like he's not, he's going to take it with both hands this time. He's not going to make the same mistake again. This is his third chance to be an NRL fullback. He's got the talent to be a future superstar, apparently. He's got the, he's got the hype around him. Is. So, yeah, I guess this might, we're probably going to see the end of Ramsey as a fullback at the Dragons now, um, if Sloan can cement this spot. Yeah, and I mean, look, it's a fullback much like the Hammer, who we don't think has a great base or any of that, but they've got some attack in them, and mm. they're locked in, it looks like, to start the year. The only thing with... Um, old mate there is that they have the buy in round one. So you'd hate you know, like, hooks a crazy man. He's like, Oh, am I going to go with M by at fullback? Lomax is going to have a go at fullback. Uh, it's got to be Sloan surely. So um, yeah. look, uh, let's move on. That's pretty much, is there any other news um, to speak of? Um, How t- is Tom Trevojevic going to get what? back for round one? I mean, um, he's, he's still over there. Yeah. He's still over there, so we're not sure. Um, the other news was that, We've seen Hayes Parham's being confirmed as the fullback for the Dogs. Mm, yeah. Uh, so that's a very handy little addition to your sides. 370,000 center wing available. He hasn't got the jewel, but he'll he'll get it eventually, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I am I think you need Hayes Parham just because he's a fullback at a team that is on the rise. Yep. I think that's pretty good. Yep. Um, and look, Tommy Turbo, um, I'm still seeing him in a lot of teams. He's in, uh, what did we look up, 28% or something. Uh, yeah. They're obviously going to be into the buy in round two, uh, the Manly Seagulls. There's got to be a fair chance that they just bring him back for round three. They're in a buy. You know, yeah. if he only misses one game but gets an extra three weeks, two weeks or whatever, um, surely he's not going to be there for round one, you think? Unless he can't, he gets back to full health and they're like, Let's just ease him in one game, then a rest, and then back in. I don't know, but are you? Do you think it's absolute madness to start with Tom Turbo? I would need him. I would need to see him play a preseason game. Yeah, if I'm picking him, he needs to play a game in this preseason, and I don't think he will. And so I don't think I will be picking him. But if he does play a game this preseason and he's named there round one, well, you're only paying five seventy-seven for a guy who. If he does have a good run with injuries, will at the very least match Latrell and Latrell and Teddy with the point scoring. Yeah, I think if he does roll out for round one, he will tempt people to go in. Um, having him in your team right now with with the sketchy news, uh, you know, you're either going to go down or you're going to have to, you know, break something in your team to get him up to a Latrell, for instance. Um, all right. Well, the Supercoach uh, game is open officially now. 
We have the rules when it comes to our trades. One of the big rules and changes of the year is that we're going to be doing a best 13 over the buys. We have got buys um, over the, the three main buy rounds, isn't it? Um, mm, yeah. Now, the, that is something that the AFL does, and I play AFL. It means then that you you could have 15 in that buy, but it doesn't matter. You're only going to get your top 13 scorers. Um, do we like it for a start? Um, or do we think it's going to change the way that we're going to play the game? Far away, Nathan. I do think that it takes the sting out of it for diehard super coach players. I think mm. if you're a diehard player like you and I, we, we, view the, we used to view the buy rounds as a place where, well, we're going to catch up big time here. I'm going to go in with 15, 16 players in this buy because of the matchups and who I and the quality of players in this, and I'll go all out and I'll try and make up my ground or get ahead there. That that strategy has been put to the to this chopping block now. That's gone. So now you're looking at, well, if I want to make up ground or if I want to just try and zig when others zag, I've got to do it with pure players throughout the season because these buy rounds, they've been nullified to try and make Supercoach a more enjoyable experience for the general Supercoacher, which I get because that's their goal. Their goal is not to try and keep us playing. Their goal is to try and get more people that are new to Supercoach playing. and keep. Well, them I mean, people who do start to play games, they don't want it to be too easy. Um, you know, I think you've got to find a happy medium. It's a new year where... Uh, you know, they they obviously there's new rules and they got to they got to come up with how they're going to play it. I can live with it. I still think it's like I I questioned on the old um Twitter with and Rob Sutherland came back with the uh, well it's still going to be hard to come up with a thirteen. When do you ever get a great thirteen? Usually we get like eight or nine, and then the rest of them are, are garbage. So still going to be a challenge to come up with um thirteen good ones. But I tell you what, I'm starting with Cleary and Hines because it doesn't matter as much now. You're just going to get your top 13. You don't have to find someone for that position and get um, an AE. You know, you just got to have yeah. a solid 13 players. You can have both of those sitting there for that um, round 13. Uh, so it, it does change my way of going now. I'm not so stressed about um, my the balance of positions like that, fullback, um, you know, halfback. I know that they're big scoring places in your team, but that there's mainly that round 13 where you've got both of those guys on. I know how I can play it now. I feel a lot more safer going those two because I'm just, I, as long as I've got 13 other good scoring players, if I've got, if, if I can just have those sit those and if my, my next guy that's coming up to take up my 13th spots, a 50 or 60 scorer, no worries. I'm fine. You know? So I'm less stressed about that. I think it's, you're damned if you do it, you're damned if you don't. I think that they do care about us solid, you know, old head players of super coach. We were all like, it just, it's a real sad thing because we we're all excited. Once we saw the way this year was going to be with all the buys, the, the, the old yeah. super coach players were excited. Like, wow, this is a return to what I'm good at and what makes me good at super coach. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy this year. And I think it, their hopes were dashed a little bit when they did it. Yeah. But I think like you, most of us say uh, there's, you understand why they're doing it. They're trying to make the game more inclusive to, both parties, the, the experienced players and the social players. It just means that us experienced players, we just miss something that we were excited for. Um, but it, I think it'll still be challenging to come up with a good 13, which I think is fine. Um, trades wise. Um, do you think it's the right amount? It works out being, you could, tr you could full trade, I think till almost the end. 
round 20, I think. Yeah. <laughs> full trade to round 20. Um, I think people will do that. Will. People will do I, that. Well, people will do that. I'm, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and find, you know, seven rounds throughout the entire season where I don't need trades. Mm. That's what I want to do. I'm, I'm willing to go aggressive early on and then have a couple of quiet weeks in the lead up to Origin. Not right on Origin, but, you know, round seven to nine, for example. Maybe I don't touch my team for three weeks and don't do trades. Mm. Because I'll be on all the players I want by then. No one will be emerging. And if they are, well, it's one trade. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I thought that they would do um, maybe drop the trades down and have it as boosts because that gives you a, you can use four, you know, the third in a round as a, as a sort of a strategic move. You can also use mm. it head to head. So it's sort of a head to head thing that has become a new facet of the game. That's how I won some cat. That's why I finished with 500th in the BBL because I, I played, uh, I took a, a stance to use my trades for, to win my head to heads. And, and boosts have allowed you to do that. Um, it allows you to fix up mistakes. People using their boosts right and wrong created a date about uh, an argument with each other, a discussion point of when the right time to use them was. I just thought they might go that um, to put out spot fires or, you know, to make the game just a little facet of it that was more fun. Yeah. Uh, but there was a few things they could have done. They could have messed it out with it, you know. Maybe instead of having reserves, you have emergencies. You know, I, I've always thought that there will come a point potentially when they have reserves and emergencies potentially in the game mm. to remove this concept of auto AE nightmares. Um, and I thought this year would have been the perfect year for it. Uh, yep. But no, I, look, I trust their judgment, right? They've run this thing for so long. They usually, they, they, they very rarely that they get it wrong. Well, yeah, I kind of well, like the. I kind of like it. They're not being boosts if they're going to do the best thirteen in the buys because yeah. if you had the best thirteen in the buys and the boosts, I think that it allows people to fix up mistakes. You know, yeah. um, they can just burn them and get themselves back on track. Uh, whereas you got your forty six, you got your max, you can use in a week. I kind of prefer it. I think, but that was just something I thought I'd see that we haven't seen. Um, all right. Well, while we're on teams. Let's have a look um, at our team lineups, how they look right now. Uh, let's kick it off with your team. All right. So my starting team. I'm going I've to got... be, I'm going to be, where well, I'm going to find something here. I'm getting it ready for when you tell me who your hookers are. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> Give geez. us like, because you have, you've been like, no, no, Adrian, no. Who's your hookers? Well, well, no, well, I'll go from the bottom up now. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> my, my fullbacks are James Tedesco and Latrell Mitchell. Yep. Yep. So, you know, pretty stock standard, two yep. guns. Um, set of wings, I've got uh, Nick Meany, Hayes Perham, The Hammer, and Chinese Nickel Clockstad as my start, starting set of wings. Yep. Um, four fullbacks, pretty hard not to go with them, isn't it? Uh, mm. Then I've got the bench centre wings from Tyrell Sloan, Paul Alamotti, and Alafina Khan Pereira. Yeah. Um, all cheapies. Sloan will be a great play once he's back from the bye. My five eights are interesting. Yeah. I've gone with Dewey and Burton. Mm. I've, I've sort of, I'm aware that both will probably be quite undervalued. I know both, they're pretty much the same player in a sense, you know, a goal kicking five eight with a big boot that runs a lot. It, yep. And is definitely undervalued. 
Uh, 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 you know, the thing about that is because you've got you've got to have Schuster, and because you've got to take advantage of Schuster, uh, and he's dual, you can go with the mm. two sort of semi-gun or gun um, five yeah. ace. I think they'll score very well both of these guys this year. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, 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 there is a world where my my five eights don't change for the entire season. I can see that world. You know, they'll be mm. there or thereabouts for months from Dylan Brown. Potentially, they're ahead of them. You never know. Because they have the goalkeeping where the other two don't. Um, the halfbacks, I've gone with Nathan Cleary mm-hmm. and Jerome Hughes. Yeah. Now, I would have gone with Nico, but I was like, do I want Nico and a sort of yeah, iffy second roller and have Schuster at 5 8? Or do I want Jerome Hughes and have Adam Dewey and put Josh Schuster at second row? Mm-hmm. And I think for the sake of team balance, I've gone with Hughes over Hines. And um, I do like the way it looks. Yep. Uh, the second row has T. Wilton, Luke Garner, and Jermaine Hopgood as its starters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say it's a bit light on, but uh, you know I'm a fan of T. Wilton. It looks like he's starting. Luke Garner, I'm pretty sure he'll start, and Jermaine Hopgood. Well, he's a he's going to start at 13, and he'll pump out some great scores early on. And I have Josh Schuster anyway, so it's not like if he doesn't score well, I have no one to come in. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, the front row. Well, I mean, Tom you, Gilbert. Did you go your bench? Oh, the bench, of course. Yes, uh, bench second rowers: Josh Schuster, Trey Mooney, Sean Ball. Now Mooney and Ball, they're place fillers. I'm just waiting to see who gets named where round one. You know, mm-hmm. I think as we as we talked about many times, we think Mooney is going to get a bench spot and be a slow burn. I, I like that. Um, Josh Schuster's an obvious one. I don't need to talk about that. Uh, front rowers are still Tom Gilbert and Daniel Saifidi. I think they'll be my front rowers going into round one, barring injury, um, because they're just going to be such solid contributors. It feels too easy. Um, with the bench front rowers also being Jack Hetherington and Franklin Pelle. We've talked about them all season. And, uh, yeah, you can cue your music now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my hookers are Reese Robson. Yeah. And Brandon Smith. No, look, we I've been open on the I've been open on the potty saying if it's not Cook, uh, Grant or Robson, you're in trouble. You know, well, you're not in trouble. You you've you're not got the premiums. I think that Robson's gonna start the year very well. Um and you've gone, um you've taken Harry out. Harry! Yeah, you're, you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. So I, I've taken I've taken Harry Grant out. I if I could find a if I find a way that I can bring him back in and keep Dewey and Burton, oh I will. I will definitely do that. Um but right now I can't I can't really get my bench any uh thinner on depth, so I'm just gonna have to suck it up. If we see that Turbo's playing around one and he's played a preseason game, I'll loan him in a heartbeat and I'll flick Robson out for the legendary Harry Grant. Yep. So. All right. Well, I'm not going in reverse order because I don't like that. It feels weird. It feels weird to me. I don't like it. Um, I want to go already top to bottom. Um, look, in my hookers, I've gone Brandon Smith and I've got Tanner Boyd in there. Um, if you're gonna go Tanner Boyd, you want to do the Tanner Boyd route to save some cash. Um, you do it in halfback or you do it in hooker. I kind of um with the introduction of the best 13, 
I'm not as worried about going um, Cleary and Hines together. So I, I, I've got the confirmation I need to go both of them. Uh, so And I think Tanner Boyd, you know, he's goal-kicking most likely, isn't he, we think? Yes? Uh, well, this is the interesting thing. Uh, Justin Holbrook was quoted saying he doesn't know who his halfback will be. Mm. Despite the fact that he said that it would be Tanner Boyd a week earlier. Yeah, but who's it so going to be? I, um, if if he if Tanner Boyd plays, it's Tanner Boyd. If otherwise, it's Toby Sexton playing in goal kicking. Toby Sexton, yeah. he's a he's a no good. Or they put or they put Jaden Campbell at fullback and put four and a half back and bring out five eight. I don't think so. What I heard from um, coach was that he's not sure if he's going to play Boyd at six or seven, and they they weren't sure whether they were going to play four and at seven and and Boyd at six. Um, so that look at at the moment. You know, obviously, if he's not the go, if he's on the bench, then that changes everything, doesn't it? Um, I've got him in there. I think he's going to start in the halves. I think that they they came out strong on that. I, why is he waffle? Because he's Holbrook and he's an absolute bloody lunatic, isn't he? I don't think Jaden Campbell is the fullback. I think he stunts their attack. He's too. He's he's got the sticky hands. He's not a good defender. Brimson's best spot is in the fullback position and you don't need him at five, eight because you've got Kieran four in there. So it makes no sense to do any of the other options. Look, Jaden Campbell in the same sort of category as Sloan, you know, has probably got potential, but I don't think he's there yet. Um, Tanner Boyd, he's in there. Um, Smith and Tanner Boyd. So that means I've gone cheap in the hooker. Um, If Tanner Boyd starts and he kicks goals, I reckon he could average 55. Yeah, easily. Yep. There's a case for him to average 60, isn't there? Yep. And that means you'll go up in, in price nicely for me to be able to upgrade. Um, Tom Gilbert and Dan Safidi, I'm the same as you um, in the front row. I think there's some good value there. People are like, oh, I'm not too excited about um, Dan Safidi. Well, I could see Dan Safidi within five to seven points of Hass. You know, yep. and he's only 484,000, which I like. Um, and Gilbert starting, we've had him all but confirmed to start in lock. I think you play good minutes in that pack. Uh, on the bench, I've got Jack Hetherington. Um, look, we'll have to see where he's, he's got to be a slim chance of starting in the second row. I don't know if he will or not, um, but I think you'll probably get 40 minutes, won't he, Jack? If he lasts, um, sent off. Yeah, I'd rather Kepi than Hetherington if he's not starting in the second row. Yep. Um, but, I do think there'll be some form of minutes for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not locked in. I just will see. Um, I can get to Kepi easily. Um, I've got Moali in there. I mean, it could be Pele. I mean, it, it just depends who gets a run. Um, if you're tipping that yeah. Pele is going to get a run, I just think they've got a lot of forwards, the dogs, and I didn't see a way for him to come in to their 17. We'll have to obviously cover that when we do the dogs. Um, but, look, I can work down to Pele if I want. You know, which is is good. Um, so I've got Moali in there at the moment. Um, I've still got Cam Murray in my team. He's a point of difference. Um, but look, he is the player with an asterisk next to him. As if uh, you can't get what you want, Ado, in your team, you, that's where you're going to downgrade. Downgrade to Nanai to Fafida. Um, I don't think I'll go to as low as Teague Wilton. Um, I like having one gun second rower in there. I like Angus. I think Angus um, looks sensational towards the end of the year. Could save a little bit of money there as well if I go Angus. I've got Murray there because Murray is 70s plus. I don't care about their draw. I think Murray had injuries last year and he's probably over those injuries this year. Um, and I don't. I think that less people will try him because there's these Fafidas and Nanais and stuff to start the year. So 
you get the pod action. You know, like when everyone owns Murray, it's less enjoyable when not so many people own him. Um, and you you do have him, that's where the 70-plus average and the potential to go 100-plus, that's where it's a real advantage because he definitely has everything, doesn't he? Yeah. No, Karen Murray, he's got such a high floor, uh, great combination with Dagan Cook. And, you know, he, he himself will engage the line, which in turn will either mean that, you know, he could break through he could pop a late offload to send someone else over. You know, he's got he's got a lot to offer, doesn't he? Yep. Um, look, he's not he's a pretty penny, seven hundred and forty nine thousand. So if I need to say if it's gonna be from there. Luke Garner for the same reasons you did. He he looks like he's gonna start and you know, four thirty-five. Oh, you think you can play him in your team, you'll get a decent enough score. I've got Murata Niacore. I have listened to coach over there talk him up huge. Talk him up huge. Saying, I reckon he's the coach is saying, I'm gonna start him on the edge, and he's so valuable to us. We think he's gonna be our best middle. He's gonna play 70 minutes a game. Um, they reckon. Um, he's gonna start on the edge and go move to the middle. No centers for Nia Kore this year. They see him as their leading forward. Um, the coach has had glowing things to say about him. I really like Nia Kore as a player, just quietly myself. Uh, and I've got him in there. It could be Ellie Katoa. You know, I've been big on Ellie Katoa, but Listening to the Webster, he is absolutely big on um, Nia Kore. How much is he? 400 and let me see, thousand. 419,500. Cheapest chips. Cheapest chips. Um, look, we got to just, like you said, Holbrook said uh, Boyd's locked into the, the halfback, and now you're like, oh, I don't know who my halfback's going to be. You got one person there. Well, you got Sexton as well. Sexton. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've got Niakore in there as my four hundred. It could be Eli Katoa, um, you know, Trent Loyero or uh, Eli Katoa. So I think one of them is probably going to get a, an edge spot. Um, but I just really loved the chat as soon as I saw the chat from Coach about he was licking Niakore's balls. He loves him. Um, so I was like, I'm bringing him in. He's in my team. Um, on the bench, I've got Jermaine Hopgood. I like having him there on the bench instead of starting. Although I have looked at a few iterations of my team where I've had him starting. I think he's safe enough, actually, because in, in some years you don't have a safe, um, cheaper player to actually put in your starting lineup. But I think Hopgood is one of those. You can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Schuster, I brought him up to the five eight uh, for up to the second row. Schuster, very handy that he's um, available in uh, five eight and second row forward. And I've got Sean Bloor there. Um, I know he's had his little driving issue, but um, the mail, the little chat that I'm hearing is that um, Bateman's going to play 13. Um, so Bloor will probably start in the second row. Um, Cleary and Hines. Cleary and Hines. I'm only going to come up with the best 13 now in that round 13. So, yeah, it's a lot of money with those two and a lot of probably scores. You don't want to, you probably want a halfback score in round 13, don't you? But who are you going to get? You know, one of these massive drop down. Jerome's <laughs> going to ton up in that round 13. Yeah, well, I'll get a player that scores 60 and I'll only lose 40 points to you. And I didn't have and to make a trade. Yeah, well, I'll make 180 before then. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, 
Anyway, oh, well, so, Hughes, doesn't even, Hughes doesn't even play round 13. Oh, well, but. there you go. So you're screwed as well. You're screwed as well. So we, but relying on thir- the 13 means you can do it. And I'm going to do it. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to, if I've got to save cash in my team, I'm going to do it um, from Murray. I'm not going to do it from halfback. I'm the same as you. I've got a Dewey, Matt Burton, 5'8". Dewey! I think he oh, said uh, in an interview that he wants to be called Dewey now. Dewey. While the World Cup was on, it was Dewey. Is it? Has he yes, said he's, in, he's keen for Dewey, Dewey now? Dewey? Are we done? Is that, is that it? I don't know. Is I hope Dewey? so. I mean, I, I want to say him right, but I just need to know which one you like. Um, Matt Burton, yep, he's in the 5-8. I've had him there for a long time. I just think they're a resurgent team. Um, and I think that he's probably underpriced. I've got Hayes Perham. Mm. I haven't spent up big in the old uh, center wing. So Hayes Perham at 370 kilo, uh, 370k, he is, um, you know, he's got wraps on him. And I think he's, if he's gone there, picked ahead of um, Avarillo, I think um, he's going to have a decent enough go at it to start the year. So I've got him in there. I've got the hammer. Um, 330k. You know, I'm not excited by the hammer a great deal for because he's just like he's like Saab. He he can get a big one, I think, but it's going to just happen mm. so infrequently. Um, Sean's nickel clock star is in there as well. I've got Tommy Talau. The whisperer is all over Tommy Talau. He says, forget yeah. about Remus Smith. Tommy Talau's more talented, and he's going to get the run. So mm. I brought him in currently. I can I can afford Remus. As a safety pick, if yeah. if um if if Tommy Talao doesn't yeah. get it, I actually prefer Tommy Talao as a footballer. So it's just a preference Ooh, one. Interesting. I, I prefer Robert Smith as a footballer. Oh, well, I think he's more talented, Tommy Talao. He's just had a b- bad run of injuries. More more. He reminds me of uh, Israel Folau when he was at his best. Just not a poor man's one, but I just he has a little bit of that feel about it for me. And that's I think he's just a bit more talented. Um, Tyrell Sloan. It looks like um he's going to get a, a go. Who knows with Hook how long it's going to last? Yes, That's the question. But enjoy and, it whilst it still goes. Yeah, and you're going in sight unseen because stranger things have happened with a coach like Hook. So we'll all be just like, well, Sloan's definitely going to start there, and and here we go. He doesn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Paul Alamotti. I don't think Alamotti's going to start. So this is going to be an issue for teams because um, if it's Perham that starts at fullback. Avarillo is going to go to the centers. They're not going to drop Avarillo out of the 17, are they? Mm, maybe. I don't know. He's a bit overrated. Maybe that's just me, Avarillo. Oh, he's but... in the full, mate. I thought yeah, he was good. Not enough to win his like... spot. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's very possible that he's not in their best 17 this year. He just seems to be a bit of a bit part player, you know? A perfect 14. I think he should go to a premiership contending team and be their 14. Like, if, if the Panthers are like, okay, stuff you, James Salmon, we're going to put uh, good old Avril as our 14. I think that'd be a master stroke. Yeah. Well, look, Alamotti is highly touted. He is probably more naturally a centre. Um, yeah. So, but, you know, you've got to have a plan as well. If if he doesn't get the run in round one, are you going to still, you're going to go in with enough to start the year? I don't think so. Um, no, I will have to. And I will move heaven and earth. Oh, like, you know, that 40,000 from Nick Meany to Lockie Miller, that could be very useful later on. Yeah. I could, and that could end up. I just go Cam Murray down to a Fafita or a, you know, and I've, I've got yeah. the cash to get him up to a Remus or something. So, look, he's in there at the moment with my team looking the way I want it to look. 
Um, and if I've got to adjust up for him, I can adjust down at the Cam Murray position. Um, and I've got, you know, Khan Pereira as well in there. Um, Tedesco and Mitchell as my fullbacks. I don't know if I'm going to change um, to Tommy if no matter what happens. I don't think anything's going to convince me to start with him. I think there's a potential that I could downgrade to Tommy if he's braining it and he's looking healthy. Um, yeah. But they've got to buy early. I doubt that he's going to be there for round one. If he was, knowing me and how crazy I am, I probably will do it. But I don't, I'm not going to do it. Um, I, I'm going to start with Latrell. I, I think they've got a hard draw but I really think um, Latrell's matchup proof, and I like, um, you know, I like having Teddy and him there. I think they're the best you could possibly have with the doubts over Pappenhausen and Tommy Turovich to start the year. I've seen some people going with drink water, getting a slice of that Cowboys early run. Um, oh, mm. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you could probably go drink water, but I'm I'm actually tipping a little bit of a regression for drink water. He has had a low one in him. Probably not yeah, a lot of low ones to start the year, though, with their draw, eh? No, I, I, it's a it's a risky play because you're picking such a low-floor fullback who, you know, he can't really crack a 150 ceiling. Mm. Um, but, you know, he should be constantly in that 89 range. I'm more of a Latrell fan because you've got the goal kicking and he's fixture-proof. Yep. Um, so I'm probably more leaning that way. Yep. Um, just let's name three blokes that are sort of growing on us or we've got our eye on them. Um, and we'll name three players that are sort of fading in our eyes as well. Um, three blokes that you, you've got a little bit of an eye on. Um, well, I own two of them. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, if you've got your eye on them, is, who's not in your team that you're having a bit of a look at? Oh, Obviously for Harry, you. Um, Harry Grant. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. That makes sense, I doesn't it? I'm going to struggle to not own him round one. It's just a, I don't know. I, I've owned him for every year that he's been an NRL hooker, you know? Yep. Yep. But I just, I, I can't not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to not start one. with Harry. But, I mean, Harry down to a 300, well, like mine, um, 600K. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's probably only 20 points between them in the end. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's a, it's not a, like the the logical part of my brain says, yeah, you, you've got it. You can't really start Grant, but then the heart, you know, it just, the heart wants what the heart wants, and the heart wants Harry Grant. Anyway. Yep, makes sense to me. Um, anyone else caught your eye? Uh, well, I will have an eye on Lachlan Miller. These yep. trials, I think, if I can, if I see him tear it up in this preseason challenge or whatever they've renamed it now. Um, then I think I could see myself definitely owning uh, Lachlan, trying to find a way to own Lachlan Miller and Nick Meany. Now, that would take a lot of team restructuring, but I would definitely find a way if he's performing really well because Meany feels like a sure thing in my set of wings now. Yeah. Um... And the final guy that I've got my eye on is, well, it's Daniel Tupo. Yeah. The draw. Yeah, I I just think he's got such nice floor. He's got he's gonna have a lot of tries this year. He's got Joseph Sawali on his as his center, you know, he's got uh Luke Keary. He it's gonna be such to a it's gonna there. be such a potent side if you're going out yeah. to those two out there. Yeah, and Angus Crichton, like how good of an edge is that? Yeah, it's a um 
So uh, I'm tipping the Roosters to maybe go left more than right this year. Mm. So uh, just because, like, which side would you rather have Daniel Tupo, Sawali, Angus Crichton and Kiri, or Sam Walker, uh, Tupanua, Joseph Manu and Jackson Paulo? You know, mm. I think I know, so I'd take. Yeah. Three, um, three yeah. blokes I'm interested in. Um, look, it is Harry Grant, of course, but also Slash Robson. It's still a saving mm. from uh, Harry Grant down to Robson, and I don't feel as dangerous doing that. So I was in my chats uh, on, on the potty. I've been like, well, as long as it's um, Harry Grant or um, Damian Cook or Robson, I don't mind it. And I've gone and done something different to that. So, uh, I, look, I'd love if I could find funds in there. I mean, look, if I did what you did and just started with Hopgood, um, I save a couple hundred thousand. I'm straight back up, aren't I, to, you know, the yeah. kind of money I need. Um, but I've got my eye on it there. I like if I'm going to go, well, look, Cheese, I think, is you could play him safely. And even if you don't want to play your backup one, the, the Titan, you know, you, you, yeah. you know, you're safe enough because you've got one that you can play. Um, I've got my eye on, obviously, the ones. I think there's going to be a second row to start for the Melbourne Storm in Luriro or Ellie Katoa. Um, I've gone with Nia Kore after all the great chat on, on him. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm interested in um, Ellie Katoa. I really like him as a football. I like Nia Kore and I like um, Ellie Katoa. It's funny. Nia, Nia Kore has been in there probably replacing Ellie Katoa because I was sick of him. So, um, look, I like the both of them as um, options. Uh, if I've got a downgrade there with Cam Murray, um, I've got my eye on probably, if I want to find something like um, Cam Murray, probably Angus Crichton. If I'm trying to find one that is a bit of savings, it could be um, David Fafida, Nanai. I don't even mind a bit of Nat Butcher. Is Am I crazy mm. for liking a bit of Nat Butcher? No, because we think that he might start round yeah. one. Tupanua is not a short thing. Um, no, I don't think he's crazy. I think mm. it's, it's fair enough, you know? Yep, so those are my three guys. Um, blokes that are, uh, are fading uh, in my eyes. Um, look, I, I, I've not been a big fan of, um, Ponga, um, to, at all in the last few years. He's been a bit of a, um, been made of glass, but I'm, I don't, I'm seeing him in some teams. Do you reckon you could pick him in your five, eight position? I know he's on the, is he fullback only at the moment? Why are they not giving him jewel of, he's going to run out in, if he makes it to round one, he's going to run out in, yeah. in five, eight. Um, now, especially. They were waiting for official confirmation because it's such a powerful thing to have Caelan Ponga at 5'8 if he was actually ended up playing fullback. Um, so, but he has been confirmed, so that'll change soon. Yeah, they'll, well, look, they'll, I think... Um, announce that loud and proud when it's announced. Yeah, I think Ponga will play six, but I still think um, Jackson Hastings probably kicks goals. Probably mm. better than him. Yeah, I think it's Hastings or Miller. Yeah, well, that's right. So um, I'm not interested in him. Um, I'm going to be honest. Um, and who else is uh, am, I, am I fading on? I haven't really done too. I'm fading probably on Alamotti only because it looks like um, Perham's been confirmed to start at fullback. And I don't know if they're going to go as far as dropping, um, you know, what's his name out of there? 17 altogether. Avarillo. I think he might go mm. and start in the centers. Um Molorowski and your original pick there of Corey Allen, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to go with Jackson Paulo. So yeah. you can't find any savings in there, unfortunately. Uh, I, I'm hearing mixed reports about um, the um, 
Dolphins. Um, so I would probably err on the side of not having someone like Tuare. Um, but yeah. I'm hearing some chat that he might even jag a spot. Um, so he could be something that is a late present for you, I guess, rather than have, be something in your team. So I'm probably f- feeling a little less. I'm feeling like I'm going to have to find some more money now having Alamotti in there. Yeah. If you get, let's say you get me get all of Tuare, Alamotti and Cam Pereira, you're going to start all three, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. if you can and get them in there, it's cash cows. Hmm. Now, where are you going to spend that spare cash? Well, the first place in my team where I feel like I want to spend it is in hooker. Um, if if I can't get up to at least Robson, I might spend it down in the center wing to get to uh, Amini, I reckon, uh, mm-hmm. something like that. Or, a, I mean, look, tall, but I think that Amini's probably ahead of him in that Melbourne Storm goal-kicking fullback now. So um, I can't probably get enough money to get up to a Val. But I think the place I'd probably go is in hooker or in center wing if I was going to pump in some cash. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all righty. Now, should I give you my fades, essentially? Yeah, well, that's what we're doing. Like, locks, yep. I should have done my lock. Fade it. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. Who are you fading? There we go. <laughs> all righty. Um, I am fading... Well, this is an interesting one. I'm I'm kind of fading Tommy Talao. Yeah. He is speculative. Just, He's speculative. I feel like Brett Nathan and Stafford Toa did enough. Maybe I'm, I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't have enough sources or whispers, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. So I just go off what I, what what's said on Twitter, basically. Yep. And I haven't heard anyone confirm that Tommy Talao is actually going to be the starting centre for the Tigers. Mm. Whereas I know that's the comparison is Raymond Smith. His job security is great because, like, he, in an NRL sense, they, the, the, the storm loving, you know? Mm. And so I, I, he will actually be their starting centre. Well, you don't know that with Tommy Talao. So I'm going to say Tommy Talao in favour of Raymond Smith, even though I own neither of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that's my first fade. My second fade now, mm, yeah. So, my second fade this is a very big one. Uh, you might want to get your are you for real thing out. Yeah, uh, Nico Hines. <gasps> oh, what's the wrong sound? <laughs> are you for real? Um, yes, because apparently, hoping. Well, yeah, that. Um, and also, uh, he averages 62 against the team, the first, against the three teams he's versing round one. He's only averaged 62. And he's really only had one good season as an NRL halfback. I, I understand why you'd want to pay pay up for Hines because of what he did last year. Um, but I, I'm willing just to say, you know what? I'm going to play it maybe a little bit safer. I'm going to pick Jerome Hughes. He's going to be a, he's going to be well and truly above a seventy average at halfback, right? Let's not deny that. It's still a great scoring halfback. And if I need to scramble come round three to get Nico Hines in, I will. But I don't want him to necessarily bleed cash because I know he might, and I might be able to get the two to a lining price. Do you honestly so, see? Do you see Nico regressing? A little bit, yeah. 
I, th- I think um, he might lose five, ten points. I, just I think the, I, I see Cronulla regressing. Um, but I think Nico, even the way they score him, he's favourably scored by the scorers. I know, I know, but Nico is Cronulla. So if Cronulla are to regress, I think Nico regresses with them. And yeah. I'm not saying that he's. You know, now what's the difference in price between Hughes and um Nico? There's two hundred thousand in it. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth two hundred thousand to me. Um. Yeah, I got it in. I got it in hooker because I think mine is two hundred k down to, uh, you know, to the Titans half. You know, so I think it's better to do it there. Personally, it it it, it may be it may hurt me, but I'm just thinking there's probably at most 10, 10 to fifteen points between the two of them for two hundred thousand dollars. Um, and you know maybe that's worth paying. I don't know. We'll find yeah. out. But yeah, I'm just of the impression that I can spend that that two hundred thousand dollars extra from let's say, owning a mid-range second rower to owning Adam Dewey. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could certainly get Hines out and bring Boyd down to um, halfback, and that means I could get Harry Grant, have a few dollars left. But I don't know. I just think, um, you know, I'm happy enough with Boyd in there, getting 60 in the in the hooker position probably suits. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to the team previews. Yeah. Um, the Roosters, the Broncos, and the Dragons. I think the Roosters are more the fun team, so I'm going to let you do it. Alrighty, now 17s, and we'll obviously go through some of the others that are, um, you know, on the on the skirts as well. But um, yeah. far away. Alrighty, so at fullback, I have well, I have James Sesco, shock mm. horror. Um, I have James Sesco at fullback. I have uh, Tupo and Jackson Paulo as the wingers. I have Joseph Sawali and Joseph Manu as my centres. Um, yep. I have Kieran Sam Walker as my halves. I have Matthew Lodge and Lindsay Collins as my starting front rowers with Brandon Smith, a.k.a. the cheese at hooker. I have Nat Butcher and Victor Radley. Uh, Nat Butcher and Angus Crichton, sorry, as my second Mm -hmm. rowers with Victor Radley at lock. I have Jake Turpin as my 14. I have Egan Butcher for now. I've got one of either Josh Wong or Terrell May as mm. a benchy and Jared Aurea Hargraves, of course, on my bench. Yep. Um, I've got exactly the same when it comes to the starting lineup. Um, so I've got Turpin. Did you say you had Egan Butcher? Turpin, Egan Butcher, one of Terrell May, Josh Wong. I don't know which way they'll go. Or Baker, and... maybe. Fletch, they've, they've given Fletcher Baker a few games. Yeah, they could go him as well. There's a lot of uh, they do like Terrell May Wong. So more. you've got Jared Ware Hargraves getting nothing. No, I've got him still playing forty off the bench. Yeah, so I've I got think, him I on just the don't bench. Think he'll start. Yeah. I've got Jared off the bench. Sorry, I just, I said it a bit softly there. Oh, gotcha. Uh, no. Yep. So I've, Turpin, I just, um, Egan yeah, Butcher. I've got um, Jared Ware Hargraves and either Baker May. Or Wong, you've said I, I didn't even know whether he would, uh, or you know, he could could get it get around. Uh, there's a few ways that could go there, really. Yeah, it, it'll just be about you know who they want to blood and where where Robbo's looking for the future. Um, yep. You know, the, uh, other so, players, um, Satili Tupanua. Um, what's the time frame on him? I'm sure I've heard that he's not good to go for for round one. I thought I heard May, but that might have changed. Yeah, well, it's worth probably noting because if you're con- if you're someone considering a Nat Butcher, um, that could be your worry, couldn't it? They're probably easy in off the bench, I'd imagine. 
Yeah, I think they would anyway. Uh, yep. But he won't play round one. Uh, Billy Smith, perennial injured Paul Bugger, that, that bloke. Um, Corey Allen's come over. I think it's more of a depth signing. Momorowski um, filled a gap from last year, but I think they've obviously said that they want to go with Paulo. Uh, and I don't really blame him, really. I think Paulo in that um, lineup, will, I mean, he, the South is a fair lineup too, and he still sucked over there pretty much, didn't he? Um, Hutchinson, um, you've got Wong, White, Toya, and Tapua. So I think um, they look like a pretty settled 16, and it could be just a 17th. And when, you know, Satili obviously comes back um, for the Chooks, I have them doing really well this year. I've got them in the top two. Yeah, I I will reserve my judgment as a biased Chooks fan. Yeah. Um, but no, though it's looking we've, – we've always had the roster. It's whether or not they avoid injuries. Yeah, that's so, it. I think they've got some nice depth. Uh, they've got some depth backs. They've added some backs to it. Competent ones as well. I mean, I think um, you could see Alan Momorowski and Smith coming in as fill-ins quite comfortably. They really need the pack to sort of, um, once you start getting down to these whites and wongs, um, it's it's a bit dusty. But um, I think one of the good moves to them was just to hold on to Matt Lodge, wasn't it? Yeah. No, that's going to be a massive move for us this year. He's going to be uh... – a, almost maybe a cornerstone of our forward pack along with Collins, yep. just having two hard men up front, yep. allowing Jared to be an impact player off the bench with Egan Butcher. That's going to be a sensational forward pack. Yeah, and I, and I my appetite is absolutely wet for Suwali and Daniel Tupu, you know, next to um, Angus Crichton. Eerie. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a sensational side. I mean, it's enough to almost make me think, well, maybe it's better to go. Because, I mean, you don't really lose a whole lot going um, Murray down to Angus Crichton. But if you think what? that that edge is going to be dynamic, yeah. um, what, you know, I, getting a slice I, of I, Angus. Yeah. I generally think that Angus will outscore Karen Murray this year. I just think that, you know, all the Roosters need is one non-injury impacted season and they're probably going to absolutely blitz it. Yeah, I loved loved what I saw from Angus late last year as well. So, yeah, Yeah. look, the players I've got pegged in there, in my greens, it's going to be James Tedesco. We didn't really go over Joey Manu. Um, Do you think Joey Manu is going to replicate what he did last year? Is there any case to start him in the year? Or is he somebody that you're going to have your eye on absolutely for when the price is right and over, you know, origin and stuff? When the price is right, I'll own Joseph Manu. Um, I don't think eight hundred thousand is the right price. I'd rather pay. I'd pay, I'd pay if I saw Joseph Manu having the season that he had, but he was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars less. I think I would pay for that over Nick Meany per se. Yeah, if he's six, if he forced to six fifty, I'm all over him. Yep. Um, green for me is a Brandon Smith. It makes a lot of sense to be able to get, um, you know, he's not going to be spelled for too many minutes from um, Turpin. Yeah. Um, I've I think... been playing. I've been playing seventy minutes. You know, like, it'll be as many as he's able to play. That's what Robbo said. If he can play 80, he plays 80. Mm, so, I can already see him trimming down, so I like the look of it. Um, yeah. Angus Crichton, I'm really warming to that now. I might even live trade it. Um, um, are in my greens. Um, I've got some ambers in there. Um, Lindsay Collins coming uh, back off an ACL. That's what he got, hey? Yeah, he, well, it was his second year. This is his second year. Oh, on ACL, his second. But he's, yep. he's had concussion galore. Basically. Yeah, he's had plenty of concussions. That's right. So, um, look, you could go him in the front if you're not a Dan Dan for Safidi. 
um, fan. I just think you've got if you've got a quality player like Jared Warrior Hargrave sort of coming off the bench, you'll probably command a, some reasonable minutes. But I certainly don't begrudge anyone starting um, with Lindsay Collins. I think he's a talented front row if he can stay injury free. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Collins is going to be a great pick this year. If uh, you're not a fan of going with, you know, your Gilbert, your Safidi, I, I like those two over him, but. There's definitely the minutes of offer for him to do well. Yep. Um, Sam Walker. I'm going to give him an amber as well. Um, goal kicking every year of his um, career now is with two firm feet in first grade. I'm expecting a, a better Roosters team this year. And on the back of that, I'm expecting a, a good year from Sam Walker. Yeah. No, I think if you're not, if you're looking to downgrade and you're like, well, surely Sam Walker improves this year, right? Well, maybe he scores seven. He might average 70 and he might compete with the Jerome Hughes or, or um, you know, Mitchell Moses. And who knows? Maybe he'll, he'll go on a bit of a hot streak and catch up to Nico and Cleary in price. Yep. So I think there is a case to start Sam Walker around one. And who knows? I wouldn't rule it out. For me doing that, I just I, I want more pieces of that Roosters pie, but I don't want to overdo it because of the buys. Yep, um, Daniel Tupu is obviously always an amber for mine. You get him if the price is right, and he'll never let you down. Usually, um, I've got Nat Butcher in there as an amber as well. I think at the price point, if you're if you can't afford a um an Angus an Angus or you can't afford a Murray, um. I think that he's got a he's, he's he's definitely in that team, you know, where there's an opportunity to score points. And Nat Butcher, I think, has always there's been times where he's been sort of over a five week period average mid seventies. Yeah, no, he's he goes on these weird runs, you know, like he can have a run of the seventy five average, and all of a sudden he's at nearly seven hundred thousand. You're like, well, how did that happen? That came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, that's and right. It, um, yeah, I don't think you can start with him as your premium. If you're going to go with one, I prefer, um, you know, your Teague Wilton one, who's quite a bit cheaper um, yeah. than uh, him. So that's the Roosters in a nutshell. We both have them right up in the pointy end of the season. You're a fan. Yeah. Of course you do. And I'm a Raiders, so I hate them, you know, um, but I still <laughs> have them doing well this year. And I do enjoy watching them play. So, you know, there we go. Um, moving on to the Broncos. We'll go with Ado's Broncos. Um, they shit the bed last year, didn't they? In the last <laughs> round, they lost, uh, went out of the, you know, didn't even make the finals. Reese Walsh, I think, is going to be their one. You've got Corey Oates and um, Selwyn Cobbo on the wings. I think it's going to be Farnworth and Staggs in the centres. Ezra Mann, Adam Reynolds, uh, Payne Hass, and Tom Flegler in your front row. Uh, I've got Billy Walters starting in the nine. Um, Kurt Capewell is going to be one second rower and on absolute shaky ground. And if it was my team, he wouldn't even find his way into the 17. Jordan Ricky to start in the second row with Kurt Capewell and Paddy Carrigan. Someone I'm actually pretty big on this year, I think, for a good year um, in the 13. On the bench, I've got Corey Pates, Martin Tapau. Um, uh, uh, I think he's a good pick for them, really. Just a bit of an old head yeah. in that sort of young team. I think he'll get find his way into their 17. Um, Palasia, um, and I think the 17, um, it could be Pia Cora, it could be Hetherington um, or Jensen. I don't oh, know where they're going to go. Or Wilson. Hetherington, I know, has a torn peck or something like that. Ah, so he's going right. to be a bit. 
Yeah, well, Pia Cor- I, I reckon before too long, Pia Cora is going to start in the second row. Jordan Ricky yeah. will be out. Um, and then there's a spot open on the bench. But uh, how did you have them? Uh, pretty similar, actually. I've got Walsh at the back. I've got Oates and Cobbo as my wings. Stags and Farnworth in the centres. Marm Reynolds as my halves. Haas, Billy Walters, Tom Flegler. So, you know, two front rowers of Haas and Flegler and Hooker and Walters. I've got Jordan Ricky again, on very shaky ground. I was very tempted to just put Pierre Cura there because he's a better player probably in the long run. And Kurt Capewell as well uh, as the second row. Uh, I've got Pat Carrigan at 13. My 14. Now, this is interesting. I've gone with a young kid by the name of Blake Moser. Uh, he's tipped to be the future hooker for Brisbane. Um, he's been their best, one of their best rookies for a while now, apparently. There's a lot of hype around him. Um, and the talk is, is that he'll be debuting at some point this year in the NRL. And if he keeps impressing, which apparently he has been in pre-season trials, um, he should push for a 14 spot. So I've got yeah. him at 14. I've got Corey Jensen and Martin Tapao as my bench mills both playing, you know, mid-30s minutes sort of thing. And then I've got Brendan Pierre off the bench. I think he deserves the opportunity to cement himself in the NRL. And I think once he does that, he'll he'll eventually force Jordan Ricky out of the starting side and there'll be no looking back for him. Yep. Other players uh, on the fringes there, you've got Jensen, Rabadi, Mariner, Huda, Bozer. I think that was the one you were just mentioning there. Arthurs, Pereira. Bayless, Willison, Hetherington, you said uh, with the peck there, and Tyson Smoothie. So they've got another – he's over there, is he? Yeah, he is. He's also a smoky for their round one starting hooker even. There's so many combinations they could run with. Wow, his last name's not Walters, so I doubt it highly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, to me, their greens are probably Patrick Carrigan. I probably have him ahead of Haas. I think I'd probably think – this year has probably gets not worked as hard as he has been in, in the past, but I still think that Hass is a green. I think when it comes to premium front rowers, he's probably in the, in that category still, isn't he? Yeah, no, I think um, Hass is in the green, but not as high up, not as, not as a bold green as what yeah. I have Pat Carrigan in. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, if I was going to go premium in the front row, I'd go um, Tino or I'd go, uh, you know, yeah, Cotter or, or, or um, Tapani. I, yeah. um, I don't really think Hass is the one to go for this year to start if you're going to be um, spending in the front row. Uh, and Patrick Carrigan, um, what's the price for Paddy Carrigan? He, I think he's, you know, we're talking about Nat Butcher there. I, I would much prefer Patrick Carrigan. I think he's a, a leader. And I think in that, I think he commands all the minutes he wants. Like I could see him playing 75. Like he's yeah. going to get whatever he wants, I think, this year. No, no, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. agree. Because, because, okay. um, no, the, he's definitely commanded more minutes. And he's also a big leader in that pack too, isn't he? Yeah. Because you watch that. There was that clip that went around last year from Fox League that had him just pretty much playing like a halfback at lock, you know, just parking people around the ground, you know. Yeah, he come on, snap into the line, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so I think his leadership will be uh, fundamental for them. Yeah, average 62 um, last year, which I think was um, 
you know, ex- more than acceptable. Um, I think that he's gone on to representative honors, honors as well. And I think this year he's the main piece in their pack. Um, a medium, uh, an amber for me is Tom Flegler. I like Tom Flegler, Flegler as a player. He's got a good point per minute. He's a bit of a lunatic. Um, he really is. But if you're, he's, you could go Tom Flegler if you if you want to go a Dan Safidi. Do you see a world where Flegler could outscore Dan Safidi, or do you think you're like, well, I don't want the stress of it? Um, I don't want the stress of it because I know that Daniel Safidi has reached this point before, whereas I don't know that Flegler has. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I'm probably more in the camp of going with. I, I rank my front row pecking order in the mid-rangers like this. I've got Daniel Safedi at number one. I've got Tom Gilbert at number two. I've got uh, Lindsay Collins at number three. I have Christian Welch at number four. And then I've got Tom Flegler at number five. Mm. Just because Tom Flegler has the highest ceiling of those five guys, don't get me wrong, but he's also got by far the lowest floor. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. And he could just take a head off. He's got the, his eyes glaze over in his head and he does just crazy things, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. Let's move it on to the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Um, cool. I'm not expecting a whole bunch from these guys this year. Uh, I reckon I'm tipping uh, Hook to be the first coach sacked this year. Yeah. So um, go through how you think they're going to line up for me. All righty. So, oh, uh, just give me a second. Here we go. Just know something was off. Okay, so at fullback, I have Tyrell Sloan. I think that's a pretty obvious one now. Um, then I've got wingers of Matt Figai and Michele Ravalara. I've got Moses Sylvie and Zach Lomax as my centres. I've got Jack Bird and Ben Hunt as my halves. Mm. I've got Blake Laurie and um, Francis Molo as my front rowers. I've then got Jacob Little as my hooker. I've got Jaden Sewer. And either Tyrell Fumiono or Ben Murdoch Masilla as my second rower. I've got Jake, Jack DeBellin at 13. I've got Moses Embiid at 14. Um, Aaron Woods, Ben Murdoch Masilla or Fumiono, and Zane Musgrove as my bench. So, mm. what I've looked at it is that I would have James Sullivan as my 5 8 and bench Fumiono or Murdoch Masilla, but I do think that the hamstring injury might just negatively impact uh, Hook's faith in Sullivan. And he may not, he may have to earn his way into the team for some stupid reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm very similar to you. Um, I had Sullivan in there and that obviously meant that I had Jack Bird in the second row forward. Uh, You know, yeah. Injury is, I think the thing that could hold him back. Uh, I think they like Sullivan probably even more than they like Sloan. Uh, He is somebody I had as a green. I think he's at a cheap enough price if he's starting there in that is uh, in the six. Um, mm. but again, you're not going to know, are you? Because if you're getting mail that he's touch and go, uh, injury wise, they have the buy in round one. Do you really think you could take a risk on it? I don't know. No, no, I can't put it shortly. Um, if you saw him playing in the preseason challenge, though, things change. Yep. So if you see him playing confidently, playing well, and Hook's like, yeah, he's going to be our 5'8", let's go with him. Um, there's actually a world where you can run with a cheapy 5'8", or Sullivan and Schuster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, cheap and nasty. Um, so your greens in that team, um, if, if any? My greens. 
Yep. Um, whew, I suppose it's got to be Tyrell green. Sloan, hasn't it? I mean, we we yeah. we don't often get it's fullbacks a, that you can pick in the centre wing for under under three hundred. It's a green verging on an amber because mm. it's hook. Um, yep. But no, Tyrell Sloan. I think if he can just cement himself, working his defence, just the one percenters of the fullback play that you need to work, you need to nail down to be an NRL fullback. If he's got those down pat this preseason. Uh, then I have full confidence that he will cement himself as a super coach gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, another, well, I mean, Jack Burden, as a 5A available centre wing, Jack Bird tempts me a little bit. You know? Yeah, I'd have him as an I'd have, his, have, have him as an amber. I'll probably, probably have him as an amber. Yep. I'll probably Lomax have... would be in an amber. Yep. Um, yep, and then I think well, maybe DeBellin is an amber as well, but that would be it for me. Yep. Ben Hunt? No. No? Not for me. Yeah, I mean, I think there's other players that you could probably go um, this year, I reckon. But Ben Hunt had a ripping year last year and, um, you know, did did it translate? It was it translated okay to super coach, I guess. Um, I don't, I'm not expecting a lot of there. Oh, look, an amber would, you know, if Ben Murdoch was still a happen to start in the second row, we're taking a slice out for 230k, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Like, if you see Ben Murdoch still with any sort of, you know, solid role or minutes share, then yeah, like you have to pay up regardless of who the player is. Yep. Um, others on the outside is Amon. I don't think we'll see him any um, hurry. Burns, the uh, Max Fear guy, the other one, um, Jaden Hunt. Toso Moga's in there, um, and obviously Ramsey with his um, unfortunate um, illness that's going to keep him out for the year. Um, that's the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Yeah. Well, that's the show, really. Um, in a nutshell, um, we are probably getting down to the other team, lower teams. We're getting them, we're getting them done. We'll probably try to uh, ramp it up, I guess, because we're going to do some positional stuff. So we'll try to do um, do the next one in not too many you know, not too far away from this one so that we can bust through them. Nathan, uh, terrific chatting suit coach as always. Oh, great chatting to you too. No worries, mate. We'll talk soon. See you later. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that again this year, and maybe...